On our podcast today we have a special guest a 19 year old professional cricketer who has been playing cricket for the past 9 years a boy who's been dreaming of playing for the Indian cricket team ever since he was little a passionate cricket fan a proud alumnus of Baldwin Boys High School and Bishop Cotton Boys School currently studying in Jain University I'm happy and proud to announce that on episode 2 of this podcast we have Rohan Shetty Hi Rohan, welcome to the show. Hi Neha, I'm very nervous to be here. I mean, sorry, excited to be here. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. So, how did you discover your passion for cricket? Where did it all start for you? Passion for cricket? I didn't really discover it. It was like imbibed in me. Uh, my okay. Dad and my brother, elder brother, are both huge cricket fans. So I kind okay. of grew up just watching cricket and playing cricket all the time. So. I didn't really discover it like it was something separate. It just it was already there in me. Were there any role models or people you look up to? Uh, in terms of cricket, like and not just cricket in life in general. Yeah, uh, Rahul Dravid. Yeah, okay. Rahul Dravid is the like the biggest inspiration for me. I mean, like growing up, it was all about cricket in terms of Rahul Dravid, like yes. his technique, his determination, standing up when India needs him. but then as i grew up i i discovered and learned more things about him and i read his uh, autobiography yes yes i mean yeah so his biography yeah biography right <laughs> yeah so in while reading that i learned a lot about how he is as a person and how why so many people respect him not just in the cricket community so yes, i try yes. to emulate those values that i have learned about him in not just cricket but in everyday life Yes, yes. His other thing is he's from Bangalore, so it's like yeah. someone is born and brought up here, and you can emulate him just the way he is. There's this connect, right? So that plays a very important role. Yeah, that plays a huge role. I feel. Uh, any coach important role in shaping you as a cricketer? Coaches, there's not any particular coach. Like I'm grateful for all the coaches I've had because all of them have, have had an amazing impact on me. Okay. Not just as a cricketer, but as a person as well. Okay. Like there's, I have a coach. His name is Suresh Ramaya. He was my first coach actually. Like okay. when I started cricket professionally, I went to an academy. He mm-hmm. was my first mm-hmm. coach there, and now I I play for Jain College, so we have a okay. academy called Center for Cricketing Excellence, and he's a coach there as well. So even though I've maybe he he teaches more of children, but I still ask him for advice, and he still coaches me a lot. And he's okay. one coach had a big impact on the way I play. Yeah, those for like the first coach you have all will always have a huge impact on you because that's, that's- the first glimpse you look at. or cricket in a professional way like when you're a kid you don't really see it as i want to play i want to make it as a profession play like yes, on yes. money while playing cricket you just play to enjoy it but the yes. first coach will make you realize that it's not just about just enjoying it and playing whenever you feel like it's more it's a more dedicated process that you need so that's true yeah that first coach always imbibes that in you and you'll never forget that yes yes oh uh, every cricketer has a special story for their jersey number do you have any special anecdote for us a anecdote about jersey number i'm not sure but it's <laughs> yes the one thing that obviously uh, like i said rahul rahul is my biggest inspiration so yes, i always yes. like since a kid i wanted the number 19 jersey so okay. when, I, when i got into my school team in 8th grade of hmm. baldwin boys high school 
okay. uh, over there, they asked us, uh, like, they asked us for our own choice of jersey number. So I was pretty excited, and I thought number nineteen would be grabbed up pretty early. So I ran there and just <laughs> asked the guy, the tailor for the or whoever that is. For the number nineteen jersey, okay. but then I found out that nobody really wanted the nineteen jersey. Everybody wanted the number ten oh. jersey, <laughs> okay. which is obviously Sachin Tendulkar, and that yes, went yes. to the senior most player who had dibs on it before it even oh. began. So, okay. Yeah, so that really showed like how kids grew up watching, and everyone wanted to emulate Tendulkar. And Dravid, That's I feel, got more appreciation after he retired. People are superstitious. They have like numbers and like specific match rituals. Do you have that? Match kind of rituals. Yeah. Uh, this is not like what one thing I used to always do, but I started like a few years ago. I feel okay. where the night before a match, I always meditate. Like oh. because uh, what I feel is there are different type of uh, ways cricketers prepare themselves. For me, I feel. If I think too much about the game itself, like I start panicking and stuff, so yes, that, yes, that yes. that did affect my performances. So and also I couldn't get sleep properly before matches. So then I started practicing meditation, and it okay. helped me calm okay. down, uh, like and get a good night's sleep, which is really important before a match. I think That's every true. cricketer That's- will tell you this. Yes, as you rightly pointed out, match preparation is very important, and meditation does help bring calm and it puts things in perspective. It meditation has been a big part of who I am as, as a person, like at least for the past few years since I've started it. That's really good to hear. Yeah. Uh, so, how was it like, you know, playing cricket in school? What was the culture there like? Like I said, everybody wanted to be a Tendulkar, and I just <laughs> went on defending the ball every single net session and every okay. match because that's the perception I had about Dravid. Obviously, he didn't do only that. Yeah, but that's the perception that was imbibed in me by my teammates as well. So they sort of looked at me as that type of person, and I never really developed any attacking shots or anything. But okay, okay, I was always like that guy or, in the team who or, people would count on or whatever. That's what I tried to emulate okay, in school, okay. at least. No, because Mumbai has this Harris Shield and this whole proper structure for school cricket. There. So how was how was it like when you oh, started? In, yeah in here also it's like there's a lot of tournaments for us to like showcase our skills it's not like just one tournament like in under okay. 14 there's btr uh, the btr shield which okay. i'm not sure if it's still the same name but yeah then that also there are three divisions like for different schools to play to yes, get promotion and relegated and winning the cup so okay under 14 under 16 at all levels there's a lot of tournaments there's a lot of like School cups also like the Cartonian Shield and all that stuff, which okay. really motivates every player and gives everyone an opportunity to perform. How did you find a fine balance between academics and cricket? A uh, fine balance, I wouldn't call it a balance. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> uh, like I didn't really pay too much attention to studies in school. Obviously, like I did study and okay. get average grades. I didn't really get great grades. But okay. I always try to just like separate the time, you know, you practice a certain time and then you study yeah. a certain yeah. time. I never in school, I never used to study every day or anything because it's school. Like one day yes, before yes. the exams, I used, I, was, I managed to study and okay. my parents also helped me and all that. Okay. So the one thing I would tell anyone <laughs> and this is not really 
cricket or anything is just if okay. you pay attention in class in school it's more than enough that's what okay. i did i never really talked to people or anything and half the things like i remember during the exam was being attentive in class and that's what i still do now so that's yes, all yes that is a very important thing and even i think rahul dravid has once spoken about how i think in his degree college he used to put on these gloves in class so he could actually get that you know experience and that vibe like yeah yeah so, yes. that is <laughs> that i i didn't do it with gloves i had like this <laughs> i don't know what it's called but those pliers kind of thing i don't know what it's called okay. like with health and strengthening the wrist that i do during oh. college sometimes okay okay how well structured is the domestic circuit in karnataka like you know when you think about it or even india in general like what are your views i mean i don't really have any strong views about it but all i can say is they definitely give everyone a chance to perform and they will and you will get selected or you will get more opportunities the more you perform obviously yes, there's a yes. lot of cricketers in india and it's very tough to give everyone what they want but That's i think true. in general if if like it rewards hard work obviously That's true. That's true. you have to work hard to get selected or get noticed and if you do have work hard you will get and you do perform you will get the chances to go higher up in professional cricket i feel that's the way the structure is okay okay uh, so what are some of the challenges that you've personally faced as a professional cricketer challenges <laughs> competition i'd say okay. that's the main thing like like i said there's so many every other kid in india wants to play cricket whether it's a guy and these days we see how women's cricket is also coming up exactly. so every single person exactly. wants yeah so everyone just wants to keep playing cricket and yes. playing for india there's many people dream so obviously you won't always get selected and i've not gotten selected a lot of times okay. and it's had a real bad uh, effect on me when i was a kid i used oh. to cry and all that oh. so it those those are some of the struggles i feel like how to deal with rejection like in yes. not just in any yes. any other sense but in in a professional sense like it does take a toll on you but dealing with that learning to deal with that you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about life as well so that's the biggest challenge i feel okay. dealing so with rejection you dealt positively with those setbacks and just still found a way to pull your socks up and get back to the field the next day you know still find a way to you know keep yourself motivated yeah 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 that's that's just the passion and love for the ha- love for the game that i have i feel yes yes uh so when you think of your future like what is the road ahead look like i mean it's good to take one day as each day as it comes but what does it look like for you the road ahead the road ahead like i said i've learned to deal with all the pressures that comes with playing professional cricket Yes. so what i have learned is you can't like cricket is important but it's not everything that's right? true so you need to find a balance between everything you can't just say it's only cricket i'm going to do only this because then you'll miss out on other things so what i've taken it as i've just separated my time and focus on the present okay when i play cricket i play cricket i'm 100% there when i have to study i study i'm 100% there when i'm with people and need to socialize i do that 100% okay. so in the future i'm i'm not really looking too far ahead when i get an opportunity to play i will try my best i will 
hopefully perform and hopefully get selected but i don't carry any expectations regarding that because okay. i know you can't you can't expect that there are so many people playing so even if you don't make it as a cricketer i still have plenty other options it's not the only thing in life that's true yeah it's really important i feel to educate like all profession people who are aspiring to be professional in some yes. sport or the other to teach them that that's not the only thing obviously you need to have a great passion but saying that okay football is there but i also like this or i also have an interest in something else like oh, keeping yourself open is not a bad thing yes, it yes. doesn't mean that you yes. you've lost passion for the game or anything like that but it's important to be diverse and try not to be too hard on yourself for not getting what you want every single time that's true yeah I- We've now reached the rapid fire round. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> Don't oh, worry this is not a typical Karan Johar type of uh, rapid fire. Let's hope not that doesn't bode well for cricketers usually. <laughs> yeah yeah so um, okay Rohan so your first question is who's your favorite cricketer okay that's easy. Rahul Dravid. Yeah. A match you can watch a thousand times and still not get bored. That's the Jawagal Srinath match. Okay. Where him and Kumble took India home. Okay okay. Your most treasured possession. It could my be- first cricket bat. Okay, I okay. On a uh, side note, do you have like an autographed bat of some great cricketer? Not an autographed bat, but like there was an auction of Rahul of Rahul Ravid's like Test jersey and his Test oh, bat right. and all that. And my father somehow got tickets to that. So when I went there, there like we there's this autobiography, right? I mean biography. <laughs> I keep getting confused with that. There's this biography of his. So there were already signed copies of that at the auction. I already had the original one, and I just went up to Dravid and bent on one knee and asked him for his autograph. So I have that. Wow, that is like the most treasured yeah, thing anyone is, would wanted. That's one of the scariest things <laughs> I've ever experienced. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so who's your go-to person for advice? My mom. Okay. Yeah, the one stadium you would love to play in. Chennai Swami. Play like in front of the fans, in front of the home crowd. You know, that's what I mean. Oh, like yes. The, like a Bangalore boy. Yes. They they'll shout they'll shout my name and all that. Like that feeling of like I belong here. Wow. In front yeah. of these people, in front of my people. Yeah, that's what I meant. That I hope that comes true, Rohan. Uh, your yes. funniest mo- uh, memory as a cricketer. Oh God. Funniest memory. <laughs> I can't really point out anything, but there, I think there have been cases of like, I can't really pinpoint anything, but I just remember a dog coming on the field and just <laughs> okay, and just not refusing to go off it, oh, and okay. we had to try and like pet him and carry him around and oh. all that stuff. Yeah. So the match was stalled for a bit there, and you know you guys had fun, but yeah, that that's your funniest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, which is your most cherished moment as a professional cricketer? Like a personal milestone that is very special to you. Personal milestone. Uh, I would say getting selected for the RCKCA annual academy. Okay. So that's like, so there's this annual academy where thirty people of from the entire Bangalore get selected. So my God. Okay. Out of like, like thousands, maybe obviously at that age, not everyone is like that. Professionally adept at under fourteen level, but yes, yes. out of like thousand people who tried, first you get into the summer camp, and during the summer, there's like, uh, you get coached by the by the KSA coaches, and oh. then 
based on how you are there you get to go to selections of the rckc annual academy okay. so getting selected for okay. that was probably my proudest achievement so far okay okay so we have finished with a rapid fire rohan you can wipe off all the sweat <laughs> and yes yeah. i can yes yes uh, do you have any tips or advice for our budding cricketers even our general listeners for the podcast oh uh, this like reiterating on the same point like obviously there's you need to understand you won't always get what you want yeah yeah you will have to like reassess yourself a lot while playing professional cricket or any sport for that matter because it's not easy and you have to keep a balance between your academics and your sports or any other activities that's true that would be the only that's point true. i think i would say okay and any final thoughts rohan on the show and how you you feeling right now uh <laughs> feeling better actually like I, like so i got through something a gritty <laughs> a gritty 30 of 85 balls okay on a grassy top <laughs> after okay. facing the new ball bowlers that's what it feels like <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so uh, i'd like to take this opportunity to thank you rohan for taking time of your busy schedule to come on the yes class. very busy <laughs> <laughs> you just had an exam so that really means a lot that you came Yes, and, uh, it, it, it was really fun being here. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much for your honesty too with all the answers, and I'm sure that the listeners will uh, have a fun time listening to us. And uh, I'd also like to wish you all the very best for your very promising future thank ahead. Thank you so much. And uh, here's hoping you do realize your de- dream of playing for India too, and also with a glimmer of hope that we can have you back on the. Ah uh, yes, yes, I'm probably a celebrity afterwards then. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. With this we come to an end with our second episode hoping you liked it thanks to all you listeners for all the support you've been showering the podcast on social media and for personally conveying your good wishes to keep the support coming also do check out at the rate never the backfoot's official instagram handle for all the fun trivia quizzes and a lot more curated just for you please share the podcast and stay tuned for more episodes cheers goodbye for now